Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hayden Outbound Podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Brad. And I'm Lindsay. We've confirmed that. So Lindsay's here today. We're going to be talking about the championship mindset. She has a robust history in softball and championships. And we've invited her here today for that. And also, she's a Haydenite. We're real proud of her. She has represented Hayden for many years now. And so stick around. She's going to give you here at the end, she's going to give a nugget away for any young player, maybe a coach, a dad. One key thing as you enter into the championship game that you can have for a mindset to really help you be successful. So that's where we're marching to. But let's introduce you to Lindsay. Tell me about where it all started with softball for you. So I remember sitting in the living room with my dad and we were watching a baseball game. And I remember telling him that I wanted to play. Mm. I wanted to go outside and play. And so it started with that. And then I ended up signing up for ragball when I was two years old. And I started when I was three. So it all started there. You're two years old? <laughs> wow. That's, that's strong. Yep. And so how did you, so you played through the ranks in the rec league? I did. And then I think they noticed that maybe there's a little bit of a talent there, something maybe above. And, and yes. when did you start into the travel round? I started when I was around nine or 10, I would say. Pro- probably more towards nine. I just, I felt like I was more competitive than like rec ball would show. And I needed to express that somewhere else, <laughs> somewhere where there was um, bigger competition. And so that's when I started getting into travel ball. So what's the farthest y'all have ever traveled for a travel ball tournament? Definitely Huntington Beach, California. Wow. Yeah. What was your first travel ball team? Um, the Birmingham Bolts. And that is a very prestigious, so if you're not from Birmingham, that's probably one or two in mm-hmm. the most premier travel ball definitely league that top. you can play in. They don't just let everybody play for the Bolts. And that's for the, is that Birmingham area only, or is that all of Alabama, or how how does that work? Just whoever wants to play, I guess. Then you try out for that. Mm-hmm. All right. What were the, speaking of that, I'm sure other people may have questions. Where all were some of your teammates from? Different states, different cities? During that time, it was mostly Alabama, just because we were so young. But, like, as you get older, um, you'll, like, almost recruit people from, like, other states to come and play for your team. So. Mm-hmm. What did y'all's season look like? Is it like a normal ball season or a normal wreck, or is it on and off all year, high, high times and low times? Um, you've got the spring season um, that lasts till like the beginning of summer. Then you have your summer ball, and that lasts till August, the beginning of August. And then you start fall ball, which goes to November. So pretty much year-round you have that like Christmas break period off but I was going to ask you who y'all played on Christmas but <laughs> did y'all get off that day we did okay <laughs> they, they just had a morning practice yeah that's right or afternoon yeah. Or afternoon practice. Right, we're gonna meet at the mound and we're gonna exchange gifts and we gotta get to work <laughs> that's right <laughs> so you played for the bowls but there were a couple other teams that you played for yes. what were the other teams you played for um I played for the Birmingham Vipers after the Bolts. That is really where I was like, I want to do this in college, and I really want to make something out of this. I was playing with a bunch of girls who were also very competitive, and we won a lot with the Vipers. Um, we were a very obnoxious team, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. So, and well, be, be a little more specific. What made you so obnoxious? 
Um, we would get on the field and dance. Beat people to death. <laughs> yeah, we just beat their brakes <laughs> yeah. off. We would like dance before the games and like play music. We'd be that team that walks in the park with like a big boombox mm. playing music. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, you that team. Yeah, that team. We were that team. But that was what from con- you just confident. Yeah, we were. We literally walked around the field with a target on our backs because we were the team that everybody wanted to beat. So that was fun. It's fun to be in that place. Mm-hmm. I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, old warrior. You'd have to go way, way, way old before my time, back when they were legit. Everybody left by the time I got up in high school. <laughs> yeah. We had 15 kids on our team. You remember? You played 20 us. in the high school, 15 on the football team. That's right. 75% activity rate. Not bad, though. And then you said one more Tennessee Fury? Yes. I played with the Tennessee Fury from the time I was about 14 to when I graduated. So. Oh, so that was kind of your swan song team. Mm-hmm. Were you all as good as the Vipers? Um, the Vipers. We had a period where we were, like, really good. But then as people started deciding that they didn't want to play in college, we had people leave. And so I just stuck it out with them because I didn't really see the need after I committed to go to a better team, I guess. Uh, just hearing conversations at the, you know, the lunch table, sitting with other softball coaches, you know, with Coach Hargett, his kid, uh, she played at UNA, uh, so I would, you know, hear things, you know, about recruitment. Is it true that they start putting eyes on these young ladies at like eighth and ninth grade? Yes. And they start mapping out their roster based on girls being that young, and they go ahead and start filling slots and then start recruiting the next group when they're that young? Yes, which that's also, I don't know, um, I haven't really talked to any coaches about that, but since the rule has changed to where you can't commit to a college Mm -hmm. until your junior year, it might have changed, but I know when I was growing up that that was a big thing. Like, I would be 12, 13 years old having Oklahoma and UCLA and all these teams watching us when we would play in tournaments out in California and it was, it put so much stress on you as like a young kid, not even knowing what you're going to do tomorrow. So. To what softball has definitely kind of taken off and popularity. It seems like in the last 15 to 20 years, I don't remember it being, I think when we were in school, wasn't there, that was some of the first groups that played fast pitch. Probably. There there was a time, I think it was like late eighties to early nineties. There were some still, wasn't there two championships at one time? There was the slow pitch and the fast pitch. You're out of my wheelhouse. I don't know. Same here. But I've heard that. We're both, out, we're both out of the wheelhouse. Yeah. But, yeah, that's – plus the whole thing, that the whole wind-up that they do for the pitching. I always thought, man, these girls are killing themselves. But there again, you learn something talking to people who know what they're talking about. Uh, that's more of a natural throwing motion mm-hmm. than the overhand throw in baseball, correct? That's everything mm-hmm. that I've heard supports that. Yeah. Shows what we know. Well, before we go to state championships in softball, I want to ask a couple of questions right here. Or I really want to affirm something, rather. Being in the travel realm, playing – it's tournament play. You're in tournaments. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what you play. Yeah. Do you feel like that you really developed over that time being in the tournament, working through the bracket week in and week out? Do you think that that's when you kind of started developing that what it takes – to finish absolutely anybody can get to the bracket anybody mm-hmm. actually everybody in the tournament gets to the bracket at least first round 
But so many times you see the same teams in the semifinals, the same teams in the finals week mm -hmm. in, week out. Is that where you started developing what it takes to finish? Yeah, you've got to go through those tournaments, you know, where you lose out the first game because that's really what builds the motivation and what you want to see out on the field the next weekend. Mm -hmm. um, because without that, I mean, you can't – you don't build anything off of that, you know. Mm -hmm. So – you definitely do have to go through the losses and um, come back the next weekend and fight a little more because without those losses, you don't learn anything. So I know in 13, the the first Hayden State Championship in softball, they had to fight back out of the losers yes. bracket. Did y'all do the same thing in 19? We didn't. We won all the way through. You did all the mm -hmm. We went all the way through. Okay. Y'all had a close one with somebody. Was it Sarah Land or – I think Sarah Lynn was the first one. Uh, it, it was some kind of crazy thing. It looked like y'all were on the ropes, and there was an infield fly. Oh, yes, it was the very first game, and we almost lost it, but they dropped the infield fly. Who were y'all playing? Who oh, were we wow. playing? Satsuma. I don't think it was Satsuma. Uh, it was something with an S, wasn't it? Wasn't Spanish for it? Were they the Gators? I don't think if, so. If it was Satsuma, that was them, the Gators? It might have been. I can't remember. I remember <laughs> we, were, we were listening to it in my classroom. And Greg Armstrong and all them were on the radio uh, doing the broadcast. Mm -hmm. And it sounded like y'all were about to head into the, the wrong side of the bracket. And then next thing you know, something, there's a runner on. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So we should have definitely lost that game for sure. Y'all woke up after that one, though. We did. And we yeah. run rolled, I think, the next two teams we played. Wow. So. And that, is that 12 after 3, 10 after 4? It's 15 after 3, 10 after 5. All right, so Brad got us to the state championship. Let's go back to high school. You're playing travel ball at the same time, also playing high school. But take us to the state championship year and just kind of walk us through that. Yeah, I feel like that team was really special because we had a lot of talent mm -hmm. on that team. So it was a little easier for us, I think. Um, we also hit the ball very well. So that was like – helpful. That was our key thing that we did that whole year. We run-rolled so many people. It was crazy. Um Last few tournaments, I could tell that we were on a roll and that we probably weren't going to be stopping anytime soon. And so after that first game in the state tournament, we really just rolled through everyone else, I would say. I mean, the championship game, we won 5-0. to zero. That was probably our most challenging game besides the first one. And who so, did y'all beat in that championship game? Rehoboth. Rehoboth. Yes, okay. and their pitcher actually went on to play for Kentucky. And so Ooh. she's still there. She pitches for them. Wow. And – I hate that we didn't get to see y'all's next season, the twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, y'all were a favorite to repeat. Mm -hmm. So now, my understanding, your twenty twenty year, you didn't even lose. Did y'all even lose anybody, or would have not lost anybody? We lost two seniors. Oh man! Yeah. So you put seven people back on the field mm -hmm. from a state championship yeah. team. That's strong. That's legit. Yeah. Uh, so did y'all get any games in regular season games that year? We did. We got a few. We got up to the spring break tournament, which was the one in Gulf Shores we play every year. Oh, yeah. So, we got How'd a few. How'd y'all do? We didn't actually get to play that one. They canceled it. Yeah. Man. It was sad. Well, yeah, that's right, because we got out of school on that Friday the mm -hmm. 13th. Because we, we were supposed to go the next week. We had our first track meet on Thursday the 12th, and we were at corner, and we knew things were about to change. We didn't know to what extent. We thought maybe a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, the next Friday, the, the very next day we were in Florence, uh, and we were sitting on the campus at UNA eating lunch 
and we had just got a, a message from the Florence High School track coach that the, the meet was canceled. So we were, we were 100 miles away from home getting ready to compete, and they're like, hey, go home. Mm-hmm. And none of us saw each other again until graduation. So COVID ruins so many things. Garbage. Absolutely. Well, let's just so we're talking about mindset. You're you're running through the bracket. Do you attribute a lot of that to confidence? Do you feel like that y'all had really just gotten your confidence wagon mm-hmm. full and was just dragging it through the tournament? Yes, we were good. And you knew it. Yeah, we knew it. There's something to say about going into a game being the person to beat. Mm-hmm. And you felt like that's where you were. Yes, 100%. And the championship game, you knew uh, here's the best team. Here's the other best team. Did you have any different thoughts going into that? Was there a higher level, higher stakes? I think going into that game, we weren't even focused on the other team at all. We were we were more like, what are we going to do this game? I know in past years <laughs> when we played really good teams, I was like, all right, who's their best hitter? What yep. do we have to worry about this game? But I remember walking up to that game, the championship day, and I had not thought a lick about the other team. Well, that's a word. You sound like a, a certain football coach's methods out of uh, Tuscaloosa. Oh, Saban, that's what he preaches. Get better, win the play, do your job, execute. Everybody else do the same, and results take care of themselves. Hmm. Yep. Good stuff. I like that. I hear my the opposite. Mm-hmm. I hear my girls, 12U, they always want to know about the other team. That's the first question. They always know, how good is the pitcher? Does she throw it fast? Mm-hmm. Do they have big girls on that team? You're talking about a 180-degree different mindset. So that's a good word. I want to share that with them. Yeah. I'm going to say I've got a – a champion that I talked to and they said this is nothing this is the last thing you girls should be worried about is who we're playing you should be more reflecting on yourself what you have to do that's a good word mm-hmm. I'm gonna share it with them we'll okay. see how it goes because <laughs> we, we have a championship we almost have to win this week to get to go to state so I'll use all I got okay <laughs> Now, you, you're a collegiate softball player now, playing for the UAB Blazers, yes. Blazing Company. It was your goal. It was your dream. Mm-hmm. At what age? I would say 12. All right. I think there's another question. So, we've been talking about championship mindset, what it takes to win in the, in the end. But what do you think, if there's a young lady or a dad of a young lady out there right now, what would you tell her, him, that they needed to do to really take those next steps to achieve that goal of being a collegiate athlete? I would say personally for me, this has been a big problem, but just believing in yourself and not letting those negative thoughts that you have or that other people tell you become the truth or become what you believe. Mm-hmm. Um, just always remember who you are and what you need to do to be successful and don't let those thoughts drag you down because they definitely will if you let them. There's a famous quote that says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Mm-hmm. So that's, and I'm not saying that's everything, but a lot of times you, you become what you think. Mm-hmm. It's all in your mind. It's a mind game for sure. I ask the girls regularly, what are you thinking in the batter's box? What are you thinking? When I'm hitting good, I'm usually not thinking anything at all. <laughs> um, 
But when I'm like in a slump, usually it's the negative thoughts piling in my mind. Like, what is she going to throw? Don't swing at the rise again. Don't swing at the low outside pitch again and strike out again like you did last at bat. Try to look for something better. You know, just like instead of feeding myself with negative thoughts, I mean positive thoughts. So last week we were watching Oklahoma and Stanford play, and that talking about that rise ball that is weird. Nasty. I have it's never nasty. noticed. I, it looks <laughs> yeah. like it's hit your hip. Next thing you know, it's hit your shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's it's crazy. Yeah. Now I almost forgot. You faced Montana Faust this year. I did. Tell us about that at bat. It was honestly surreal to me just seeing her play on TV and then she's like one of the best of the best pitchers and then actually getting to face her in a game it was just so surreal to me how many times did you face her just once just once don't so. ask how it went <laughs> well, we, well no we gotta have this yeah you're in the batter circle over there fixing it did you have to wait over there or were you leading off I was the last batter of the game so I was the third batter of the seventh inning Okay. What were you thinking in the circle? You're over there warming up. I was just like, she's really good. I'm just going to give it my best shot. Um, you know. she the best you faced ever? I don't think. She's probably the second second best, probably. Mm-hmm. Who's the best? Who would have um, Hope Trotwine from Oklahoma my freshman year. She was crazy good. Okay. Yeah. Is that the girl that just won it? She won it in 22. The so one, was the girl, it the girl that, that just pitched? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No. She looks pretty intimidating. She's, she's pretty good. I hit off her too, but I would say she comes after Montana for me. Personally. Oh, so you faced her too? Yes. The, the one that just won the yes, national championship. I did. All right. So you wow. faced Dennis Eckersley and Nolan Ryan. Man. So yes. Uh, I guess those are the softball versions of those two cats. How many pitches from Faust? Oh, let's see. I think I got. Four pitches. What were they? First one was a ball high outside, I'm pretty sure. Fastball? I think it was a curveball. And then second one was a drop ball outside. I fouled that one off. Third one was high. And then the fourth one was, a, I think it was a rise outside. And I swung under it and missed mm. it. So. All right. I watched a lot of ladies do, do, you know do, the, do you know the name Greg Maddox, the Braves? No, okay. I don't oh, watch baseball. Right. <laughs> right. So I was just going to see, you know, he, he was not like one of these Roger Clemens, Nolan Ryan types that would just come at you like a bull. He would paint the corners. He was an artist with the ball. What were those two? What was the two that you mentioned from Bama and Oklahoma? Were they just throwing straight smoke or were they just throwing wicked looking stuff, going wherever? Um, I would say both, honestly. Like I thought I squared that last ball I swung up up and I totally missed it. So, yeah. We're still real proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. Because <laughs> we watched, I watched her make a lot of ladies just go back to the dugout. Mm-hmm. I just, faced a champion as well. Uh, our, our state champion, Lynette, she struck <laughs> me out in wiffle ball at the beach. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, that, had ha- that haunted me for about three or four weeks. I finally squared up with her about two weeks ago, and I got a hit. So All right. Yeah, maybe maybe you'll cross paths with her one day, and maybe you'll I make contact so. and put one out left center. So that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, that was just to recap. The big takeaway is is here. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. And I still struggle with it. You do all the work. 
if there's a lot of work in the cages, mm -hmm. a lot of work on the field, but at the end of the day, if you want to finish that bracket, you want to be the last person standing, mm -hmm. you got to have it right up here. Yes. I think you gave us a lot of good things, but as a gift to you, we're going to let you tell three dad jokes with us. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Well, let's do that. You know, I used to be addicted to soap, but I'm clean now. I find trash jokes every week. I feel like you do like your homework, research. I just go with random things. Did you hear the rumor about the butter? I really shouldn't be spreading it. I'm trying. I found. I just found a trick. If I grip my teeth, it's easier. Okay. I'm gonna go with the the next move was to bite the tongue. Produce some pain. Why do cows have bells? Because their horns don't work. What do you call an illegally parked frog? Toad. How do you get a country girl's attention? A tractor. Mouse. Why was Cinderella so bad at soccer? She kept running away from the ball. What is the best way to watch a fly fishing tournament? Live stream. Why couldn't the bicycle stand up by itself? It was too tired. Mm. What did one toilet say to the other? You look flushed. It's solid. I lost this one miserably. You got me with that. <laughs> I'm clean now. I don't <laughs> know why. Come out the gate swinging. Yeah. The dumbest ones are the funniest ones. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, that's what Alan said. I got the award for the dumbest. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. State champion, church member. She's got, you have so many attributes. We could just go <laughs> on and on. I wouldn't want to make you all flush here. Tell you what, she even she even made this year's uh, graduation speech from the valedictorian. I did. She got a shout out saying that that was her best friend. So evidently, she's a great athlete and a great sister and a great friend. So, yeah. well, we thank a lot of you and we appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. One last thing, I had a special request from Major. He Major needed, Major. Yes, he asked me to let everyone know that he is nine today. <laughs> Happy birthday, so, Major. Happy birthday, Major. That's right. Happy birthday, buddy. All right. Well, that's it for the Hayden Outbound Podcast. We'll see you next week. See y'all.